0: Welcome everybody to the board NBA YouTube channel where we take you through NBA discussion and of course betting every single weekday here on the board NBA YouTube channel where you can subscribe to keep up to date with all those episodes follow us on Twitter and rank rate and review five stars on your favorite podcast platform and uh, it's been a really good time to be supporting this show we've won five or Pips has won five picks in a row after a choppy start to the week some injury troubles kind of taking some bets. It was five wins in a row, but uh, it's a new week and we're excited to bring you guys some more picks for today. Uh, A lot of afternoon games, but despite that, not a ton of lines came out early, which is why we delayed the show, but still two official plays coming for you guys a little bit later on today. Yes. uh, Somebody mentioned the Giants. Uh, I'm a big New York Giants fan. They won their playoff game yesterday in NFL action. So I'm happy about that today. Oddly though, Uh, Kind of sister team to New York Knicks play the Toronto Raptors today. So a little bit of conflicting there. Uh, A little bit of conflicting action for myself. But we're here for the NBA, of course. Let's talk about last week's picks and the overall record on the season. And it's been good. It's been very good. Uh, It is a 65-44 and record, plus 13 units. And here are the two picks that cash absolutely no sweat. It was, I think, three Fridays in a row that didn't go very well. But uh, anything but. For this one, Wendell Carter cashes early in the third quarter. I think the same game parlay with Shen and Green cashed in the second quarter. Uh Pips, just uh, overall thoughts on these two plays. So uh,
1: yeah, these two were like way easier, <coughs> way easier than the than the first than the day before Wendell Carter had an easy game, like that was third quarter cash and Alper and Shengu and Jalen Green. Same easy, easy, easy cash. I actually don't remember when that this cash, but I think it was like early third quarter. Maybe even first half of cash. I, I, I'm not sure, but yeah, easily, easily both easily. And yeah, the results are great ROI over 10%. And even with some unlucky ones, we then get some lucky ones. day after and it's all balanced out and we yeah. are good.
0: So good picks there. Fun picks to tail. It's nice to go into the weekend with a little bit of positivity from the show to set us up nicely for the Monday. So a uh, piece of discussion that we wanted to talk about for today. I'm pulling it up the odds for it here. The MIP conversation. We've talked about the MVP conversation. We probably I mean the rookie of year conversation is not a conversation right now, but the MIP conversation, it certainly is for a number of reasons. Number one, picking who you think should be the MIP and also I do kind of want to discuss the criteria for a most improved player because there's been players in the past, like like the big ones that I think like the MIP is made for guys like Siakam who goes from like seven points to 17 becomes a focal point of a championship caliber team the eventually won championship or CJ McCollum goes from like six points a game to 20 points per game. Uh, same for Zach Randolph in the early 2000s. Like those are the type of guys I like seeing, but I think the criteria has kind of changed with John Morant winning it recently. And there's really no rubric other than the player that improves the most. But here's what I'm getting at. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is the favorite here. These are DraftKings odds, by the way. Uh, I imagine you can find better prices for all the players in different spots. This is just an easy one that I pulled up. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is the big favorite. Larry Markin right behind. And then kind of Halliburton and Jalen Brunson in the area. So, Pips, I kind of wanted to open up. Who would be your pick for MIP right now? And do you think, you know, Shea Gillis-Alexander, like we knew he was really good already. He's just taken a new level. Do you think players like that should be as much, as considered as they are at this point?
1: Uh, I mean, if it's like a small leap, of course not. But if it's a huge leap like this one, I actually think we should and you talk about the criteria my first ever article for uh, hammer betting was on MIP reward and I was actually discussing and creating like uh, like how how to should, should we approach it and what are the criteria mm-hmm. so the, the first thing that's like for sure we don't look at the sophomore guys because they are never winning and we are, we are usually looking the guys in the third to the five season, third or to the five season, and yeah, there are so many criterias, but mostly there is like huge increase in, in points scored, and, yeah. and if you take a look at the two leaders, we, we can see the exact same thing. Both uh, Shea Shey and Lauri Markkanen increased their game points per game by six. And Shea also increased his efficiency, like, by a ton. I think he went from, like, 44% field goal to 50% field yeah. goal. I have, it's
0: 45 <laughs> to 50. I have it up here. Yeah. And yeah. three points but, from 30 to 35.
1: Yeah. And and, and 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 doing it in such a team is, like, I mean, obviously, Thunders are having some good records, but that's mostly because of Shea. Mm-hmm. And then we have Lauri Markan, who is like, finally at the at the team that plays to his strengths, and we we see his uh, unbelievable season. And I actually think we are healthy through the, into the season. I actually think Lowry in numbers are like maybe even going up because his yeah. he, he his form is like upward. And is scoring is downward because other guys are coming along and other guys are taking a bit of a usage. So I actually think Lowry could be the one to win this, even though yeah. Shea is favorite now. But I just see the trend in Lowry, Mark in favor.
0: You're kind <clears throat> of thinking the same thing as me. When I saw Markin wasn't favored, I kind of felt like this. If I can find a like a I think if I get like what plus 120, 125, this might be something I'm going to consider taking. I'm just like, like you talk about Shea's gone from 45 to 50 in field goal percentage, from 30 to 35 three point percentage. He's gone up six points per game. Marketing's gone up. However, he's gone from 45% shooting to 52, which is just ridiculous. He's gone from 36% shooting from three to 41. And his points per game has gone up from 15 to 24 and a half. It's, I mean, both have improved by a significant mark. I feel like Markkinen has improved more because for me, Shea was a star going into this year. Maybe not a ton of people recognize that. I thought Larry Markkinen was just a role player and he's going to make an all-star team. I, I, he should make an all-star team. So I think that is a significant leap and I think that should yep. be taken into consideration. But uh, that, like,
1: That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, that's like... It, uh, Lauri Markkanen for like the being the fifth guy on a team, staying in the corner, not doing anything, to being the leader of a team that actually has a decent record, and uh, from Shea that's he's playing the single same, same role, just his efficiency went up. Yeah. And so the interesting thing healthy. about Lauri Markkanen is actually, I would say, his ability to get to the line this season. And interesting thing. So his highest scoring season was second season with Bulls. Yep. And he had 18.7 points per game. And he was shooting 15.3 field goals per game. And he's just up from 15.3 to 16. So only 0.7 field goal attempts more. And he's scoring six more points. But that's just mind-blowing. And scoring 25 points a game on 16 field goal attempts is just... Out of this world, and I think he's the. F- I, 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 Maybe something changed. I, I watched. I look at this <clears throat> like five days ago. If you exclude centers like Robin Williams, Robert Williams, and Grudy Gobert, and players like Just Dunk, uh, Laurie Markin has the four, fourth highest efficiency in the league. If you look at the true shooting, he's just a bit below Kevin Durant, uh, Steph Curry, Nikola Jokic, and I think that's about
0: <laughs> that's remarkable honestly. yeah i last thing on this i remember pre-season i was listening to uh, an espn podcast the hoop collective with brian windhorse where they were talking about marketing and I, I forget who it was on the podcast but one of them kept going in a marketing that he wasn't like not only was he like just a role player he wasn't a very good player period like they there was a bit of backlash on for the other hosts in the show saying, okay, come on. He's like, a, he's a fine player. He's a role player. But somebody was even going as far as to say he wasn't a good player, period. And now he's going to be a Western Conference All-Star. So the jump here is remarkable. So uh, I thought that was interesting for today. But with that, let's move on to the official picks segment of today's show. Two say, uh, sorry, Two picks. One of them is a same game parlay. And the first one is in a pretty electric matchup, I'd say as the New Orleans Pelicans visit the Cleveland Cavaliers. Here is the first play. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: So the first play is CJ e. McCollum over 22.5 points, combined with Darius Garland over four and a half assists, which is minus 110 at Rev Kings. So I'll just go to the second part, which is Darius Garland assists. This is a home game. I uh, we are, are, are actually discussed plenty of times that... Uh, Given Calabres at home and away are not the same team. They are probably, I think, they have the best home record in the entire league, maybe or close to it. I think they are 18 and four at home, and that's uh, that's followed up with Darius Garland uh stats. We uh, take a look. He had six, not five, but six or more assists in 16 out of the 17 games. That's 94% rate. Clearing one assist higher than this. And New Orleans Pelicans are a perfect matchup because they allow the third most assist to opposing point guards. So like, this is a perfect spot to Darland. There is Garland assists. Mm -hmm. And the second part of this bet is CJ McCollum. And yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just huge on CJ and we are, we actually talk about his. About him uh, on the podcast on his on the show last I think like last week I think yeah. it was yeah and he's just unbelievable over the last last seven games he's shooting fifty percent from the field and forty seven percent from three and if we are thinking okay this is some uh, someone will say like this is just a a hot stretch I'll just say. Over the last 25 games, CJ is shooting 43% from three. That's like that's not a small sample size. Like he's just making shots easily. Mm-hmm. And I'll just look at the, at, at, this, at this team and I I just don't see it where the where the points are coming from, if not CJ for 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 Pelicans. Jonas Valanciunas gets a very tough matchup inside. Last couple of games, he had a couple of easy matchups, and he went over. And CJ still gone over the line. <laughs> yep. And yeah, CJ like unbelievable over over the last couple of games. He had he had huge games like thirty eight points against the Boston Celtics, <clears throat> thirty four against yeah thirty four against the Wizards, twenty eight against the Nets, who who threw everything at him, and he still ended up scoring twenty eight. 26 against the 76ers with Embiid and Melton and Taipou. I mean, 42 a game earlier against the same 76ers team. Like, he's unbelievable at at the moment. And we actually saw some guards scoring a ton of points against the Cleveland Cavaliers over the last couple of games. So I will just went over, like, last seven or eight games how did some players score. So, Anthony Edwards... Had twenty six. Damian Lillard had fifty. Jordan Clarkson had thirty two. The Rosen forty four. And in the same game, Lavin had twenty six as the second option. We had Halliburton with twenty nine, Buddy Hield with twenty five, KD with thirty two, and Kyrie Irving with thirty two. Why I'm mentioning the Rosen and the Durant, even though they are wings, because they are great at mid range shooting and. Yep. CJ is one of the best mid-range guys in the league. And when we had crazy shooting from three, I just I just, I just, just love it. And, yeah, I just said, like, everyone else is in a tough spot. And they just need CJ McCollum to have a great night to even have any chance of staying in, in, in this game.
0: Yeah, I like the thought process going into this one. So uh, these are early games, by the way, so make sure you get the picks in early miss I actually don't know if this one's early, but the next one certainly is one of the early games. This game gets started in just over an hour, and it's the Celtics who are taking on the Hornets yet again. Marcus Smart is the focus.
1: So, our bet for this one is Marcus Smart over 21 and a half points and assists combined, which is minus 118 at Caesars. So, the reason I'm going for this bet is because there is no Jalen Brown and. Marcus Smart actually played already a game against the Charlotte Hornets earlier this season where it was the same thing. Jalen Brown was out, they were playing Hornets and Marcus Smart had 22 points and 15 assists in a blowout win in only 30 minutes. So that's 37 points and assists combined against the Charlotte Hornets. So... Two days ago, they played the same Hornets team without Jalen Brown. And Michael Smart had 13 points and 12 assists, which is 25 points and assists combined. And he did that without any free throws and while shooting fi- five from, from 15 <clears throat> from the field. So that's like below expected. And okay, 12 assists was a pretty like efficient one, but I think his points should be a more efficient game from him tonight. Also, uh, an interesting thing about this game is uh, Jason Tatum scored 31 points in through, through the three quarters, taking 25 field goals and having five free throws. In the fourth quarter, they started double-teaming him like crazy, like the like Doncic-style, double-teaming. And in seven minutes in the four quarters, he attempted only, only two field goals and scored only two points. So, if, wow. if, if they just do it from the start, I think Marcus Smart will have like 10 to 15 wide open threes from double teams on, on Jason Tatum, and I just love the pace and the defense and everything in this game for Marcus Smart to get his assist, but I like in two games he had 15 and 12 assists against the Hornets, and I just think his scoring should be a bit better tonight. He should be a, a bit more efficient. I mean, they are going under the screens of him. Like, yeah, he, he attempted 12, uh, 12 three-point shots in the last game, scored the first two, and next 10, he only made one, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. It's kind of a smart way to play basketball. But I still think this is the line. Like, I mean, they are starting uh, time Lord. He doesn't shoot. They start... Horford, he, he's only attempt like a couple of threes a game. Like he's not shooting much. Derek White is like a very role low, low player guy that will shoot only wide open threes and like run some transition. And if they double team Jason Tatum, like who is else there to score? Like they'll need smart. And when they double team Jason, they, they'll put the ball in smart hands and let him create and Tate will coming off the screen set by Orford and uh, Williams. And there will be just plenty of assist chances for, for Smart and also scoring, obviously, if they, if they decide to make life
0: tough for Jason Tate. Yeah, if it, I mean, if it worked, I guess, to a degree in the last game, fourth quarter, four, they could go to that a little bit earlier on. So uh, the thought behind this one works well. I like it for both. Just to recap, both the plays. First one is a same game parlay in the Pelicans Cavaliers game. CJ McCollum over 22.5 points paired with Darius Garland over 4.5 assists. McCollum, really good mid range shooter. Obviously, we know with the paint presence for the Cavaliers, could make life more difficult with JV. Pelicans got to score somehow. McCollum's been playing well for Darius Garland. Cavaliers at home. Garland plays better at home. The Cavaliers are excellent at home. This pick is minus 110 at DraftKings. Second play is the Marcus Smart play. Over 21 and a half points plus assists as the Celtics visit the Charlotte Hornets yet again today. That is minus 118 at Caesars. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. Remember to get these picks in early as the games get started very, very soon. Don't want you guys missing out on any of the action. But for more action beyond today, we go live here on the Board NBA YouTube channel every weekday. Uh, between 11 and 12 o'clock. Sometimes it varies, but get subscribed so you're notified exactly when we do go live. Keep up to date with the show. If you're on Twitter, make sure to to drop a like and consider sharing. If you're listening in podcast form, please rate and review five stars. Visit the hammer.bet as well for more sports betting content. This is the NBA content division, but in the middle of the NFL playoffs, my Giants moving on to the next round next weekend, you can get the sports betting content for the NFL. Visit again. The hammer.bet in your browser. From myself and Pips, let's hope these bets cash and we'll see you tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll.